Morning has turned to afternoon. Good afternoon, everyone. But the grind carries on. Not just the grind physically, but the grind mentally. The Midday Grind, featuring a couple of TV jockeys who've also been through the radio wars. <laughs> serious? Martin Kilcoin. I was a little lit, so I was saying whatever I wanted. And Charlie Marlowe. Our top story tonight, John Jay will be back tomorrow. Here's him getting a hit in 2012. It's the Midday Grind on 590 The Fan and 590TheFan.com. You know what it is, Chuck? It's a great day in St. Louis. It's a Monday. It's 12.05. What's the temperature? Probably about 84, if I had to guess. Less than that. Is it? It's pleasant. It is pleasant as F. I haven't been out there in a little while. I mean, it was ugly last night, but it's it's brilliant today. 76. Brilliant. I like the use. I have 74. Either way. I like the word. I like the word brilliant. I did hear that the weather app on iPhones is like the worst thing you can actually like rely on for weather probably true it was adamant yes he was yes, in the studio that, that's who it was Thank never you. use national weather service apps always do local. yeah so chuck what are you using for that 74 two, of course because charlie's a loyal employee correct all right well then correct Ch- trust, Char- Ch- trust charlie trust local if you will chris Buy higgins local. glenn zimmerman angela huddy john fuller jamie travers Here's your, this on. is Chuck. He's trying to remember everybody that's on. <laughs> what do they got, like 10 of them? Let's see, because Dave <laughs> left, Annalise Parks left. We got about five still, I think. Sounds right. Great Sounds team. right. <laughs> Sounds right. Hey, welcome aboard. I hope in Boston, you know, like the uh, the radio wars that have been going on, they make fun of Doug's poetry. I hope they aren't sitting there like, hey, tell you what, uh, Sully, let's take a listen in. What the guys in St. Louis, I bet they're crying in their beer there at Budweiser today. Let's take a listen. Holy crap, they're talking about the temperature. What a bunch of yo-yos. We got a hockey game to break Trying down, to Chuck. employees at the TV station. Uh, correct. They're <laughs> listing off the weather people. Hey, no wonder their sad-ass team loss, huh? They can't even remember who they're working with on the TV. Let me say this. Look, you can't... Sounds profound. You can't look at yesterday or be there or watch the game or cover the game and not view it as a ridiculous letdown, as we're all thinking it could be the greatest night in Blues history, one of the greatest nights in St. Louis sports history. Okay, that's obvious. That being said, look, the series is not over, and I think Craig Berube put it best last night that if you'd go back to, I mean, especially in January, if you had a Game 7 to win the Stanley Cup Final, do you take that? And I know, look, that is not as good of a scenario as yesterday. We all understand that. But look, this is a toss-up. I'm not saying the Blues are going to win on Wednesday, Boston slightly favored. They're at home, but the Blues are good on the road. It's it's a toss-up game. I'm not saying I have confidence. Would it surprise me either way? No, but you still have a chance to win the Stanley Cup, and that is a great thing. I think that was the weird split of emotions. Once that game ends, there's the obvious disappointment. There's the obvious missed opportunity, and now you put yourself in a terrible position, but... It's not over. So how do you balance that? And so when Barubi said that, Frank said there were some people complaining, saying, you can't say that, that's stupid. You had a chance to win. What else are you going to say? You're not going to come in, oh, we blew it. 
I don't know why we'll even get on the plane. Probably shouldn't even try. This team has been weird. This season's been weird. Them winning a game seven on the road almost fits their persona this year. And I think it was Ryan O'Reilly who said he is the best guy to sum up every game. And he said, maybe this is our story. And I think that line sums it up perfectly. They may lose. But this is this could very well be their story, how it's supposed to be. That was pessimistic for a very brief moment. There. Well, no, both of these. It's realistic. Both were, of no, these. No, but you were presenting this as if, hey, maybe this is our story. Maybe it's supposed to Correct. be one on the road and we hoist the chalice in Boston. Instead, it was. But we may still lose. May lose. <laughs> I was just eliminated from pregame speech consideration <laughs> with that. I how about my fired that, up speech I gave you last week from the rooftop in Boston? You guys got all fired up last week. Remember? I went on Daniel, a little rant. Last shot. There it is. Steiner up eyes. Oh, they win the cup. Blues win the Stanley Cup. Hey, First it was Harry time. Carey in Boston with that great call. <laughs> and it's, yeah, the Cardinals have won the World Series. We'll be right back. We just need that to happen again. And look, let's get people's texts in. 855-282-8255 and their thoughts. But look, I understand we probably focus too much. And Doug Armstrong said this years ago that the current blues don't carry the burden of 52 years. I understand that, but it's an easy narrative. So my point is if the blues win, it is the story that man, they had to overcome everything and get to a game seven on the road, this road warrior team to finally win their first Stanley Cup in franchise history. However, they lose. if they lose, it would be a little bit of that same old blues. They were up 3-2 in a game six at home with the chance to pop bottles, and they lose two straight. Is that fair? Yeah, and to a fan base that has been through a lot, has been overly optimistic for decades, has been resilient and supportive for decades, when the players say it, when the former players say it, I think it's sincere. A lot of fan talk is pandering. Oh, the best fan. Oh, a lot of fan talk can be pandering when it comes from a team, franchise, whatever. But I think it's sincere that these former players, current players, see these people who have been coming to games for 30 years, 50 years, and don't have a cup, don't have a championship banner. I think they really mean it. But for that group that's been through so much... This would be the ultimate kick to the shorts. This would be the ultimate letdown. To be taken to this moment, to be on this great ride, that's why you got to reverse the curse. Bonzo. Do what the Red Sox did at Bush Stadium, end the curse, end the drought in another team city. Remember the Red Sox? You had Jimmy Fallon dancing around with Drew Barrymore. Drew Barrymore. They're filming that movie, and the Red Sox finally broke through and won, and they did it here. Now it's the Blues' turn to break the curse, end the drought, and do it where? In Boston, Chuck. And I stole all that from our engineer Todd Palmer last night, who said this to me during a commercial break, and said, remember how the Red Sox ended the drought and the curse and it was in St. Louis? Can't the Blues do it in Boston? Yes, I'm sold on that narrative. Next topic. No, Cardinals. Yeah, okay, back to the Blues. To make, man. You're having a good day. Sorry. I'm going to be the wettest blanket no. uh, on the Kill show. Kill your own mic. All right, fair. Kill your own mic. Um, the How wet, though? I mean, the only thing that can because... No, hold on, real okay. quick. What degrees of wet scenario? are there? <laughs> they have at least yeah, like a, a minute. 40% wait, no, no, no. chance to win. Uh, How wet? six degrees of wet and dry, obviously. I mean, let's Hold on. Honest, How They at least have like a 40, 45% chance to win. No. That's pretty good. It's just that as much as I want to imagine the, the St. Louis version of that, the only thing I can imagine now after last night 
is sitting here in October and having to deal with everyone being like, oh, who cares? Last year they showed it. The Blues can never do it. This, this, and just having to hear that whole round of that BS again when we when we get this started over again. That's what's stuck in my head now, and I hate it because I was so confident following game four into game five now, and and, and now obviously I'm here. That's that's kind of my change in trajectory. If you're the Blues, wouldn't you rather play tonight or yeah. tomorrow instead of these several days of, so what are you going to do? It's the game of your life. It's the biggest game of your life. You know, I think everybody knew what was at stake last night. Huge, tremendous letdown. And now the question's just getting peppered with. But if I'm a kid in Canada growing up, I want to play in Game 7 of the Stanley Cup Final. And I'm going to just kind of lock my head around that. I'm not going to think about how bad we played at times. They've had some clunkers along the way. I'm going to just try and clear my head and say, hey, it's a Game 7. We have one game left to play. That's all that's left. doesn't matter what's happened. We have one game left to play. And that's where it's certainly not fair to go with the storylines I was just talking about of 52 years, same old blues, or the most resilient team we've ever seen. If this game on Wednesday comes down to it's 2-2 in the third period or it's overtime and the Blues win or lose in a very close game in a seven-game series, again, it's not fair to say, oh, same old Blues or most resilient team ever, but that's what we've come to now in a game seven in a close series. If it's tied or a one-goal game in the third period, Anything can happen. I mean, one play can swing the momentum for a Stanley Cup and for the mindset of an entire fan base since its inception. And the loud building thing doesn't matter. I mean, last night it was insane. It didn't matter. We've seen that. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter how loud the building is. You get an early goal. You play well. You forecheck. You skate, boy, skate. Binner will be better. I believe that. He wasn't great last night. 13-2, and two, I believe, following a loss. That's the number that they're going to point to, I'm sure, over the next couple of days. You can still win this thing, but, boy, they've made it about as difficult as it can be. Even though I don't think the road, you know, the home team thing is as big a deal in the NHL, yes, the building will be crazy. Maybe Tom Brady will be there. you got to overcome all that, but this team is weird. It's been a weird year in terms of doing it the hard way. And what was so difficult about last night, because the pregame, if you're there or you're watching Charles Glenn and you know the story, I mean, that was one of those chills moments where you're getting goosebumps. And and I'm sure some people even started to shed a tear. And some people on Twitter said that to me when we were talking about Charles Glenn on Twitter. And then you have Bobby Plager and Brett Hull and Bernie Federico getting the crowd going. Why do you hate Chris Pronger? Well, I'm talking about the guys with the microphones. Oh, okay. I think right. meant the video. The video was great, too. But I'm talking about the guys with the microphones before the game. The atmosphere was just on fire, but then the game starts, and the Blues never let. They never let the building get back into it or keep that hype going because they trailed throughout the entire game. How come I have to be the guy to try to dry out the wet blanket today? (laughs) How dry? How dry? (laughs) Just kind of a bit of a downer. Can we go back to counting meteorologists? Ever since then, it's been just kind of a downer (laughs) of a show. Recounting all the disappointments, how the same old blues. This is a weird year. Carry over into Wednesday. Can we be optimistic? There's still 60 minutes from hoisting yes, the top. Yes, a I weird year. It's a toss up. They got it. When it's the, a toss up. They'll win Wednesday. When the wet blanket is optimistic, it's the weirdest of weird. By the way, this hour brought to you by Appliance Discounters. They just opened their seventh 
location. Game and seven? Yes. Oh, my oh, God. Oh, they got it. It's done. Oh, my God. The appliance hey, discount you don't like it, Chuck. And Maroon, number seven. They've got number seven. It's over in the Maplewood area serving. Maplewood, Richmond Heights, Laclede Station Road, Deer Creek Plaza. And this appliance discounters has everything you would expect. The biggest names in the appliance world. At the lowest prices, GE, Frigidaire, LG, Samsung, Bosch dishwashers. But on top of that, they have all of the unique and bold colors. They're calling it the art of appliance. So if you want to, I'm going to say jazz things up, Charlie. If you want to do that, you can pick out a bold color for your appliance at the appliance discounter location in the Maplewood area. For all the information on all seven locations, just like a game seven, theappliancediscounters.com. We'll hear from the Blues a little later today. They fly out this afternoon. They'll be on the ice at TD Garden. We know Boston will be going crazy, all of the above, but the Blues are 9-3 and three on the road. Chief will set the tone. It's the epic. It's the game of all games. When I was a kid, my sister would always say, because she wasn't a big sports fan, I'd always have a game on. And I'd say, oh, my God, this is the biggest game. And then it would end. And she's like, okay, can we turn it off now? I'm like, no, 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 so-and-so's playing. She's like, there's always another game. That's what she would yell at me as a kid. I would say, oh, we got to watch the Packers. They're playing the Bears. And then the Cowboys would be on. Well, do we have to watch this? Yes. Hey, the French Open. And she would say, there's always <laughs> another game. Well, guess what, Blues fans? There's one more game. And you know what Wednesday's going to be, hey, Charlie? Buddy, we're, we're still, still here. here. It's the wow. biggest game in franchise history. We may have said that last night a few times. It was, though. And it was. Guess what Wednesday is? The biggest game in franchise history. Still true. And that's my point. I can't say it too many times, but you can't come on the radio this morning and be super happy, or this afternoon now, because last night was horrible. However, you have to turn the page. And again, these are professional athletes, and you still have a chance to win the Stanley Cup. I think some people think, oh, they lost game six. They're going to get blown out in game seven. Nobody knows what's going to happen. And that's why I'm not going to give you a hot take of the Blues are going to win the Stanley Cup or lose the Stanley Cup because it's basically a toss-up. I want a hot take, though. Okay, but you've, you've now, both teams have put themselves in a situation where their season and the Stanley Cup will be decided by 60 minutes or an overtime of hockey. And that's where goaltending, officiating, puck luck, all of those things now can come into play. In a game six, your captain, Petrangelo, Hit the post. It didn't go in. Later, he hit the ref. Puck stays in. Bruins score. If it's the reverse on Wednesday night, I mean, Zach Sanford might have a hat trick. Schwartz may score four goals. You have no idea what's wow. going to happen. Martin has big expectations for Wednesday night. I'm just saying, four goal to game? Chuck's point, and we've talked about it, you can sit and kind of be down in the dumps or just say, watch the game and see what happens because anything possible could take place on Wednesday night. By the way, the Triad Bank text line at 855-282-8255. Take it to the bank. The request I had at the end of the 11 o'clock hour, just for fun, I wanted some of our listeners to tell us how much money they've been spending. Like during a, like, And it could be, hey, I've only gone to one game, but I took my kids and I dropped two grand. Or I've been to 10 of the home games and I've spent about, 1500 you know, whatever. I, or I've been to, I went to Winnipeg. I'd love to know because there seems to be a whole lot of money flying around. People going to these games, buying beers at these games. 855-282-8255. If you've gone to one or 10, let us know. How much disposable income have you thrown towards this Stanley Cup playoff run? Triad Bank brings you 
Take it to the bank, and we encourage you to take your banking business to Triad. They're located in Frontenac, Missouri, on Clayton Road, one block west of Lindbergh, right off the, off the exit there, 64 in Lindbergh. Find them on the web at triadbanking.com. We'll have some intense hockey talk with Strick, 62 Blue, coming up at 1230. And the text line, I don't know if you guys read this. Uh, no, this is coming after uh, noon. I know you asked that question the previous hour, but uh, Cubs and Boys said, Thanks, Martin. Really didn't want to think about what we spent. He says four thousand seventy-five dollars, twenty-six hundred on three tickets for all games and two watch parties, two hundred and sixty dollars in parking, seven hundred and eighty F and B. That's uh, food and beverage. I take it four hundred dollars in merch, twenty-five dollars in the fifty-fifty raffle. We canceled free flights and hotel to Game Seven yesterday due to ticket prices. That's Frank from and Jen. Beans. Frank, yeah, what Frank F and Beans. <laughs> Frank and Beans. This was as that guy must be an account because that's the most. De- I was thinking, yeah. hey, I've dropped about five grand. Hey, I spent about <laughs> four or six. It. Actually, broke it down, including parking, including F and B. Thank beans. you for that detailed response. How about this one? I'm not a season ticket holder from the three one four, so all my ticks are purchased on StubHub. Two Stars Series home games, two Shark Series home games, two Bruins Series home games, one away game in Boston, hotel in Boston, flight to and from Boston, beer and food, took my wife to a Bruins game, but all others were solo tickets where I paid for my ticket and a buddy paid for his. Total expenses to date, $10,500. He says, I'm 35, married with a one-year-old. I decided playoff hockey over the golf club membership. Okay. So there was an actual Tough choices. right. There was money there to be spent. Where do you go? Or sit down and you talk to the missus. Say, I know we were going to have that second kid, but I think we should invest in playoff hockey. Okay, let's focus. <laughs> How about our guy Scott Barry? And I think Frank mentioned him earlier. He's the guy who has the ticket. Yes. If yes, they yes. win the Stanley Cup, he gets a hundred thousand. What was his top offer? Forty. Forty something. No. Well, did he 50? get to sixty or higher? No. Apparently, and I read this from a from a gambling Twitter account that you follow. Yes. Apparently, before game six yesterday, it was something like 75000 Oh, I'd be tempted to take that. Oh, in a heartbeat. Yeah. Oh, I believe that's accurate. 30s and 40s, I'd hold on to it. If you're recouping 75%, that's... His offer now, apparently, is, I think, 37000 oh, after down. they lost. So you lost about $38,000 with that loss in... But then again, if they win, he gets his hundred k. If they lose, he gets zero. That's tough. He was at the game last night. Can I interrupt? This is very. This is the wet of wet blanket too. The topic. Why? But why? I, why today of all well, days? It's. This couldn't wait till next. Can I read Monday? one more? Real okay, quick. read it's one short. more. It's okay. Short. Of okay. All day. It's no, our guy. It's He'll not me. Call in. It's Biff. He says. I spent five hundred thousand. <laughs> <laughs> he says spent over thirty thousand. Yeah, I believe every it. Every home game and three away games. Biff. Every home game, three away, $30,000. Okay, right. we're 48 hours away from the Blues, or a little over 48 hours away from the Blues. Possibly one of the Stanley Cup. Martin, bring us down. Be unhappy. No, what I'm pointing out, and this is ESPN, who has been riding this story. There's a lot of stories here. Boston hosting a Game 7. They've been around 95 years, the Bruins. First time they've ever hosted a Game 7 Stanley Cup Final. The Stanley Cup Final hasn't gone to a Game 7 since 2011. Eight years ago, the Bruins won that, but it was on the road. But ESPN, online and on TV, and I'm saying it because I'm watching the monitor at the Kirkwood Brewhouse, keeps going over this story. 
about the accidental release by the Post-Dispatch of the letter from Tom Stillman saying congratulations to our fans, to the Blues. They're riding this story. Like, it's, it happened. It's covered. I get it, but I think they're riding it into the ground. The media, of course, I don't like media on media crime. I just think in the big picture, it is interesting. It's a flub. It's a mistake. Apparently, the digital readers of the Post-Dispatch got the release, and it had like the thank you letter from Tom Stillman. It's embarrassing. It's unfortunate. It's not why they lost the game, but they just—I haven't seen like the. Thanks NH- a lot, SGL today. Well, I haven't seen other outlets like just ride it the way ESPN is. That's all. Not and being Twitter. a wet blanket, but I'm just kind of saying, let it go. It was a stupid moment. It happened. Accidents happen. There's mistakes all the time. That's not the big storyline. Tuka Rask played great. Bruins are coming home. Bruins are gritty and gutty. Blues still have a chance. There's like 18 storylines. That's not in the top two. I agree with you. May I say this though? I feel like if I'm Tom Stillman or if I'm these sponsors, because I'm a superstitious person, sports people are very superstitious. I wouldn't want to even write that letter. I agree with that. Yes, I don't think you need to. I understand how publishing works, and the second you win the cup, you want to have the headlines and the T-shirts and the letters and the thank yous. I get all of that. I'm a very superstitious person. I wouldn't want to even write that letter. I would have that letter maybe in my drafts in the phone, but I wouldn't give anyone else that letter until the cup was being hoisted. That's Correct. All I'm saying. There's a lot of stuff that has to be prepared, and you have to have some things lined up, some logistics, even though you don't want to be presumptuous. But I guarantee in the building you have plenty of champagne. Whatever the team was going to do if they had one, you have to have that stuff ready. I think you can wait to write the letter. You can wait to publish. It could be published Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. There's no... I agree with you. I don't think it needed to be, but I wish ESPN would let it. Okay, it's embarrassing, whatever, but it's just to me, it's not in the top five even of, of topics to be covered. And speaking of sobering experiences, and I know the players probably didn't see this, but for the media, as we're getting ready to go into the dressing rooms yesterday, what are they wheeling out with the two big cases, the Stanley Cup and the Conn Smythe? And they're wheeling them in their, in their big suitcases to go now to Boston, but that's a very sobering sight when you know that they could have opened up those cases and handed them to the St. Louis Blues if things went differently. It's kind of like I remember game six. We go down there for the David Freeze game, and all the Texas Rangers, wives and families, were down there ready to celebrate, and they never celebrated. And I remember game seven NLCS in New York. Another great road win when the home team you thought would have the advantage, the Mets and Cardinals, being in the tunnel – and after the Molina homer in the top of the ninth, and we're standing behind home plate, and the old Shea was a really narrow little tunnel that you could just kind of see home plate. But as we're standing back there just kind of looking down for a view, all of the champagne, all these carts start going by towards the Cardinals clubhouse after the Molina homer. And then Wainwright on the mound. What is there, two guys on? I forget already, but they start putting guys on. You're like, oh, the New York cops are all there waiting to go out in the field, and they're yelling down the hallway. Hey, bring the champagne back. Not so fast. Because they're thinking, wait a minute. Mets are about to pull out a dramatic win. So things do happen quick. That's the reminder, Chuck. If you've been around a while, you're a young guy. Anything can happen. Hang on to that for Wednesday night. We'll talk some hockey with Strick. Andy Strickland is coming up next. Before that, a word from Chuck. How about Milty? Are you currently sideways with the IRS? Do you have years of unfiled tax returns keeping you up at night? Are you facing tax liens, bank levies, or wage garnishments? If so, 
you got to contact former Department of Justice Tax Division attorney, our guy Milty, Mark Milton, at stltaxlawyer.com. Mark Milton providing a local and holistic approach to tax resolution. Don't be sucked into the out-of-town tax resolution groups from Boston. You want people from St. Louis, okay? You want people from the Lou. Mark lives and works right here in the Kirkwood area. If you have IRS problems, visit stltaxlawyer.com today. Remember, the choice of a lawyer is an important decision and should not be based solely on advertisements, Martin. As we always say, if you're not guilty... No, call... Is that what Doug says? Wait, Mike Schilty... Call Milty, you won't be guilty. guilty. Something like that. Boom, Mark Milton.